from the Rose City in beautiful downtown Portland, Oregon, home of bikes, books, bridges, beards, food carts, startups, and indie coffee. Grab your dog, snatch your hammer and beer, leave your umbrella at home. Welcome to the Tiny House Podcast. Oh my god, it always starts like this, like clowns are taking over. It's Tiny House Podcast, and this is Perry. This is Michelle. This is Mark. And today we are have the pleasure of speaking with... Um, <laughs> Damn it. Oh, I know it's Darren, it Darren but I forgot the last name. Darren Williams. D. Williams' yeah. brother, D. right? No, but oh. that's, I guess, kind of. <laughs> Darren Williams, yes. <laughs> yeah, brother from another mother. Uh, Darren Williams from ShelterWise, one of our favorite companies to do uh, have conversations with. Uh, we've known Darren for quite some time. We actually had him recorded at the beginning of our podcast. The very first podcast. The very first podcast first interview, and we just weren't happy with it. So... I screwed it up. No, no, no. <laughs> I totally screwed it up. The PR spin would be, he was so good, we wanted to have him back. <laughs> yeah. That's in our private member area. <laughs> exactly right. And so, so um, uh, welcome, Darren. Thanks. Well, Thank you. understand your grandma broke her hip. Yeah. And yeah. so you're making a special uh, appearance in person with us today. Yeah. We really appreciate it. It'd be a little easier that way. Awesome. And awesome. understand he did one drug for her, one for him, yep. one for her, <laughs> one for him. So <laughs> it may go sideways. I'm like something, a little white pill. That has an H on it. <laughs> nice. Yeah. So um, we talked on the phone, or we talked by email, and you said that there were some pretty big changes in your life. Yeah. Um, are we still going to see you in the tiny house community? Uh, yeah, for sure. So we... Uh, Why did you get to the meat of it? Like, <laughs> there's no, right like, in. hey, how's your wife? How's yeah. your kid this morning? We're just going to jump right into the meat of it. Yeah. <laughs> They're all hanging in, so the family's, family's doing good. But, uh, yeah, the so shelter-wise, we had a big year uh, built. Uh, I think 14 tiny homes this last year. Wow. All custom tiny homes. That's so amazing. Nice. That's amazing. 14 different customers. Golf clap. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, and uh, still selling plans with Portland Alternative Dwellings and working with Dee and Joan there. So uh, we kind of came to a point six months ago, you know, on our eighth build of the year, we still had like four or five more builds that we had contracted out. Wow. So we, well, I hit kind of a, uh, a bump, like a bump in the road as far as like, is this something that I need to continue to do? Stress-wise, hour-wise, life balance, all yeah. that was completely out of whack. Um, I enjoy building, I enjoy designing, um, but there's things over the years that I've learned I'm better at than that. So that's I need to focus more with the customer base and with the people, and uh, I shouldn't be managing crews of framers and you know mm -hmm. juggling all that. So um, we are probably not going to be building tiny homes, custom tiny homes, but we have a builder that we're starting that we've had been having conversations with for about three months now. Um, he's actually in our warehouse, so. Hmm. It'll be a it'd be a smooth transition, and we would just be um, be the designer, the people person, the media, you know, the the marketing, and he would build them. So shelter wise will still exist. Oh yeah, and you'll still be a one will still be able to contract with shelter wise to get a tiny house. It's just that you're not going to be building them. 
Yeah, it might look like us not even contracting through Shelterwise, but working with this other builder oh. and us uh, providing the designs. Got it. So we would be the design designer, and then the customer work directly with the builder. They'll be the builder. Can but you say? Okay. Go ahead. Well, I can't really say at this oh, time. Okay. Yeah, because okay. we don't have any contracts in okay. hand with them. But it would be, it's looking pretty promising. We're going to do a few builds with them, kind of under the radar, work out the kinks, and then roll out the, the full meal deal. So don't buy those homes. Exactly. <laughs> oh, no. Well, no, no, I know. <laughs> no, those homes, those homes are going to be amazing. Yeah, yeah. It's just, it's the, the relationship issues. The basically. relationship, yeah, yeah, yeah. the, you yeah. know. It's like, you know, working with like tiny house customers, no offense to tiny house people, but they are, they have, you know, if they're looking for a color red, it's got to be, specific. You know, it's got to be, yeah. and, and so it's just been, that's been like, I can't do that. They need to have their choices. They can click on their choices. <laughs> you know, like yeah. Tumbleweed has done an amazing job with that. And that's probably why they're doing so well because they figured out to give customers enough of a feel of customizing their home yep. but not too much and I've given way too much leeway to be like oh where do you want this window at and right, right. They want to put it right in the corner I'm like it looks terrible there but I'm going to put it there <laughs> yeah. Yeah. so um so that's really great I mean it's really great that you're going to stay a part of the of the oh, tiny yeah. house movement of course I mean we, yeah. we would just Hate to lose someone with your talent and mm -hmm. your vision and your creativity. And I'm making so, so much money. I know. I know. It's tiny money. It's hard tiny to walk problem. away from those buckets of oh money. I know, I know, I know. So, uh, but sort of in retrospect, though, certainly you have some favorite parts. Mm -hmm. You know, you just kind of alluded to the le the less favorite parts. And, yeah. And, um, and you're right. Tiny house people are, I, I will even admit to that, uh, Tiny house people. We'll call them particular. How's that? We'll just particular. call them, we'll call them particular. <laughs> yeah. uh, but um, certainly you have some, you know, some favorite moments, some oh, real yeah. high points. Um, mm -hmm. So talk a little bit about your 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 favorite moments. People, maybe you can't use names or whatever. But no, I can. I, I think I can use names because <laughs> my favorite people are the people I worked with. Oh. Like uh, I've, my wife does all the books and all of our website updates and. And we'll continue to. And, and she'll continue to. I think it'll look a little different. Uh, I'll be taking on a little bit more role of that. Um, but uh, Ben, Ben Brower, I don't know if yeah, you've yeah, met, met him. Ben, yep. Big tall Ben. He moved, he's in New Zealand now. So he moved to New Zealand for six months to kind of res put his reset button on. Wow. Um, he, he might come back. Uh, we're not too sure. But that guy, uh, probably that, you know, the best person I've ever had to work with by you know by and far he just wow that's just, awesome yeah he just carried our company for many months while mm. I was just struggling through you know the mess of right. trying to balance life but right. um so working with Ben and then we have these we have amazing subs Katie Anderson who does all of our cabinetry isn't she oh. fantastic oh my gosh she's like really great to work with really great to work with um and uh I mean we 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 these last, this last year, we've learned to use subs for sh our, you know, electrical and plumbing, and and so that's taken a huge weight off. But working with all these guys, it's been like a, a huge blessing. We just got into great subs. Mm. That is not the case with most contractors. Right, you, right. You go through five or six, <coughs> and you find find find, find one. Mm -hmm. But um, so it's the people we work with, and then we've had our last 
the list this last customer was like dream customer. Like we weren't going to take on any more tiny homes, but then this couple came along and we're just like, we have to build their tiny house. <laughs> and so, so we did, yeah. The the custom homes that you really said did fourteen last year, mm -hmm. were they of the caliber of that? Um, what's that really beautiful? Not the miter box, but that salsa box. The salsa is it? Was it salsa box? So there's the salsa box is a little twelve footer. Not the that one. miter box was our very first at one. Caravan Tiny House Hotel. <laughs> not that one. And then there's a cider box. The cider box. Yeah. Yes. Were they of that quality or? Oh yeah. Oh, they were. Yeah. Wow. So we did probably like three or four of that quality. Wow. We did, the rest of them are, I mean, still quality, just like, uh, you know, interior finish work isn't as high, mm -hmm. cabinetry, paint grade, you know, still great, but not, you know, black oak, you know, black walnut cabinets right. and stuff like that. But, um, yeah, it, they've, uh, we've had, a, we haven't even rolled out any, hardly any pictures of this last year's. Yeah, of, of see some. All of our builds, because we're just kind of holding on to them. Okay. Right. To, until we kind of see what's next and release them then. Because then we have we have a year's worth of advertising, you know, that we can use. Right. The, uh, the um, how, how much were you charging for those? Because those were really beautiful mm. designs you were, not just not designs, but builds you were cranking out. Yeah, so like the, the cider box, 24-foot, um, would easily run 80 to yeah. 85. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And then our, probably our, Cheapest built this last year was 42, and okay. that's a 20 foot, that's just, you know, cabinetry, pretty basic finishes, but, I mean, even those are, you know, there's not much profit when it comes now. down to, <laughs> yeah. even if you go higher finishes, like, um, labor's just so expensive in Portland, mm -hmm. and um, so we have to, we have to move toward a, um, more of a manufacturing with, um, with, Custom variable custom customization. Yeah. yeah, that makes sense. Yeah, there's no way to do it bespoke. Like you just charge out the yang for this amazing. You thing. can. Yeah, we have we have customers like that, but those customers come with um, their own. <laughs> <laughs> and it's, you have to hire babysitters. <laughs> you do. Like that's why you know right. high end clients have a architect's um, assistant right. that right. is at the site, uh, speaking to the builder, yeah. uh, navigating all the different relationships. And when I'm the one that's navigating the subs and the you know and the customer relationships and like you know family life like yeah. something's not going to get done right. So, right. right. Um, so for our listeners, um, our listeners, I wanted to talk about on top of all the stuff that you've been doing with building and family and mm -hmm. and and I can only imagine how crazy it is. As you know, mm -hmm. I've also been building for the last 14 months and yeah. I'm still recovering and oh, I yeah. only did one. So, um, but my point is... One in 14 months or 14 in a year. Exactly. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So, so I'm the karmic balance. I'm yeah, exactly. Um, anywho, um, but you also did a stand on Tiny House Nation. Tiny House Nation, yeah. right? Mm -hmm. um, so a lot of our listeners might recognize you from this. Did you do one episode or more? Um, can you tell us anything yeah, about that? Like? Can we hear some of the backstory? Uh, yeah, uh, so we did, I did two episodes. One... Uh, with the salsa box, the little twelve footer, and I think it's I think the episode's like the barber, the barber. I think that was tiny house hunting, though, wasn't that? That was tiny house hunting, not. I get them all. In this. Tiny house nation. <laughs> I get them, I get them too so do we. Okay. I, okay. I really. There's I mean, like twenty eight. They're of them all. Now. They seem they're all owned by the same media company yeah. or wow. something, and yeah. like I don't know. 
So there was that. You showed up. They pointed a camera at you. Yeah, I combed my hair, put on shirts. <laughs> As opposed to this morning. Right. This morning's a little bad head. Yeah. <laughs> don't smell. Don't get too close. Um, but yeah, I did. Uh, so tiny, tiny house hunting. Right. Did two episodes with them, and uh, one with the salsa box, and one with Alice's house, which uh, just don't really have a name for it, but it's the. It's the big black box, right? Big cedar box. Yeah. Is that the black turquoise one? Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, that was. I'll never do it again. I think that's kind of sums it up pretty well. Wow. Right. But it was it was fun. I had a great the great director. He was super fun to work with. The staff was amazing, but the demand of time and the amount of pay and then the clients or the customers that came to us were not worth it. Right. I mean, it's just... In what sense were they not worth the it? The business that you got as yeah, a result like, of the exposure. Yeah, like, we like our, we would love our home in Dwell Magazine. You know, like that, those those are, um, those people obviously have money for mm -hmm. one. Right. And they probably have thought through what they're going to, you know, questions... Right, what, right. what they're looking for. They know yeah. what they're looking for. Right. Where Tiny House Nation, oh, this is great, you know, evening, let's watch. Let's. I'm going to think about it for five hours, and I'm going to make a phone call, right. shelter-wise, and we're going to see. You know, and that, we got so many inquiries, and a lot of great people inquired, but for the most part, it just didn't drum up business like we had hoped. Right. Mm -hmm. um, and uh, as a custom kind of hiring builder, it mm -hmm. was difficult to hear people say, oh, well, we've got 10, 20,000, um, and, you know, 10 cats. Yeah. <laughs> That's not an exaggeration. It's not. It's really and not. And you have to and say, Michelle, really I told you, quit calling me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he said no, so I had to build my own damn house. And by the way, it costs more than twenty thousand dollars. Yeah, yeah. Uh, no, I just uh, I keep yeah. That's that's the biggest thing. It's the price people don't really realize. Uh, it's just we just can't build for that. So, anyways, all that said, it was it was a fun experience. I learned a lot. Um, we uh, got got some coverage. You know, we can use it on our website. That sure. sort of stuff. So yeah. it, was, it wasn't bad. I just I think our business is needs to be a slow growth and not a fast growth. Right and that, that is targeting, I think, a fast growth growth company. Right, it's yeah. Building probably quality tiny homes, but they're they're mass producing them at mm -hmm. uh, you know, a lower price point. Yeah. Well doing it slow kind of fits the model overall, it seems like just that ethos of what the tiny house movement's yeah. about. Yeah. yeah. You know. Yeah. 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 So so um, other builders, um, mm -hmm. do you have any other builders that you that you admire? That have you ever you sit down and take a couple hours and peruse the internet? And, oh yeah. And say, oh man, they're doing really great things. Yeah. Or you wanna you wanna talk about other builders that might inspire you, inspire your designs, or you know, um, a lot of my well, I'll talk about what inspires my designs, and then some of the builders that I we fo we forward a lot to. Um, we, we send him to Zylvardo's Zyl up in Olympia. Yeah. He has a very specific, you know, uh, design, whimsical mm -hmm. design. That's, I, I don't know how that guy makes money. <laughs> <laughs> he, should, he. he should be charging $100,000 for those beautiful Yeah, totally. Yeah. Um, 
And and then Abe, are you listening? <laughs> yeah. Abe, hello. Yeah, yeah okay. Abe, we need to sit down and talk. Like it's been D has been trying to connect us for a while. Oh wow. Todd Miller of Oregon Cottage Company. Oh yeah, we went down there. Is he building days. again or? I don't know, no, but no. I've always, no. Last time we went down really? there was last year in the summer. A year and, and a half he, ago. He left to, to learn how to become a Reiki, was it Reiki master? Reiki. Oh. It's a Reiki master. Reiki master or something like that, yeah. And no he said way. he wasn't going to yeah. build anymore. His Again, were amazing. he yeah. was in Eugene for all of those <laughs> that are paying attention. Right here. <laughs> I, you know, those... That's funny. We've been sending people to Todd Miller. Oh, really? <laughs> um, well, maybe they're getting taken care of another way. Yes. Yeah. Maybe yeah. we just buried him and convinced him to yeah. stay in business. Yeah, maybe. Right. maybe yeah. Um, but his homes were gorgeous. They were beautiful. Yeah, yeah wow. he does yeah. great work. You know, that's it. I haven't. I, I, I didn't go to the tiny house Jan Bree, so I didn't get to see. I'm guessing there's some quality builders that were there. Um, but we, we just... Uh, I've seen... I've seen enough of a few other builders in the area mm -hmm. that we just can't recommend. We just wouldn't right. recommend the customers yeah. to them because there's a lot of there. They haven't a lot of them haven't shown up. But there's a lot of horror stories out there. Oh yeah, can I've, you tell I've, some? I've heard them. We, I, I've I haven't definitely heard them. heard them. Can you tell oh. some without dropping oh, names or something? Just, yeah. just you know, if you, the thing. I mean, there's a new kind of blog entry that's out, kind of circulating about choosing your contractor, which should have come out. Five years ago, right? You yeah, know? absolutely. Um, contracts like ironclad contracts, like we learned that. Like if we had a really simple contract, and you know, there's if it's not in the contract and there's an expectation, more than likely the builders should take care of it for the customer. Well, if the builder feels like they're not going to, they're not going to. You wow. know? So there's, it's kind of a the contract uh, with builders is huge. The relationship, if you feel comfortable with them, just don't go choose a contractor like off Craigslist. Mm -hmm. um, there's a lot of tiny home builders out there now. Um, I think the most recent one is like heirloom tiny homes, mm -hmm. but you're going to be looking at a price point that most people aren't going to, you know, they're hitting a different target market. Right. They're more expensive. Like, yeah, oh like yeah, their base 000. model. Their base model is I think sixty eight, sixty eight thousand for yeah. a base model. Well, um, most of them are in the eighty five to ninety thousand range. Wow. Um, but they unapologetically, you know, present themselves as a high yeah. end. I mean, yeah. it's all high end designer okay. finishes and yeah, huh. yeah. So I mean, that's one we've have for people too. But it's, um, you know, it's something I think they'll they're I don't know a year and a half, two years into it maybe. Eventually, I think they'll come to the conclusion that they're going to have to streamline. Yeah. Because it's, you can't, uh, maybe, they, maybe they have super cheap labor. You know, maybe they got family labor. I was going to say, it seems like you could, I mean, this whole conversation is revolving around how do you make it pencil out financially. And it seems like if, right. you're, if you're able to sell something that's 20 by 8 for $90,000, and and builders that are making two thousand square foot homes are selling homes for like two hundred thousand dollars. The price differential isn't that bad. Why aren't you making money at these right. little tiny things? Right. Um, it's it's uh... cocaine. Yeah. <laughs> well, yeah. Yeah. Sorry. A lot of drugs. Are yeah. So so cabinets in a tiny home are completely custom unless you're uh, around IKEA stuff. I see. Right. Right. Uh, which is a great idea. You know, utilizing IKEA stuff is yeah. a way you can cut down costs. But um, I think the trailer trailer is oh, really? a big deal. Trailer I mean, right off the trailer bat is twelve percent of my total build oh. cost 
was right off the top was 12%. Right, yeah. Um, the other big chunk of mine, I actually did pay for some of my labor, um, the real skilled labor I paid for a framer. My framer was another 10%, you know, right off the top. Wow. And that's, mm -hmm. so you got the trailer and you got the frame up. So I'm 20, 25% yeah. into the, cost-wise, into the build, and I don't even know the siding and the roofing on you. Right. So It's, um, I mean, I think one of my hopes this next year is to come out with, uh, you know, we have a, a few blog entries on our website. It's come out with a blog entry of what it costs for a builder to build a tiny house in Portland, Oregon. It's totally different in right. Austin, Texas. It's right. totally different in Florida. Okay. You know, like what it costs here and give them what it costs for me to rent a space inside of a conditioned building. You know, like all these things that make our build, you know, more expensive. More expensive. Right. And that's interesting. You know, I built my first three homes outside, and I'll never do it again. Mm -hmm. so. Well, yeah, I mean, I remember, well, I can't remember exactly, but I remember the, your first three homes were like, we walked away because they weren't anywhere close to 80 grand. Yeah. Right. I and mean, they were like, it's like, we're like, holy shit, it's lucky you're buying groceries. Exactly. Yeah. Right? I mean, it was yeah. like, wow, that was, I mean, your markup was barely there. And really? I think it's been I mean, part of it. people, achieved. like, yeah. amazing investment yeah. decision on their part. Yeah. yeah. We got some amazing homes for half the price. Oh, yeah. For mm -hmm. now. yeah. Wow. Yeah. Huh. Are you surprised by the tiny house movement at all? I mean, again, our first podcast interview with, with you, it was mm -hmm. a little over a year ago, I think, or close to a year ago. Um, are you surprised? I'm floored. Are you surprised that almost 40,000 people walked through the gates of the Jamboree? Are you surprised that um, it's taken on this level of, of popularity? No. No, I'm not surprised. I think it'll be... I'm not sure what will happen these next few years uh, with the tiny house movement, but uh, the, the most difficult thing is where, where are people putting them? You know, some, some local, you know, not local, but uh, counties throughout the nation are legalizing putting tiny homes on property, it sounds like, but until they can, you know, legalize it in a city like Portland, Oregon, where, you know, what's the median rent rate, uh, you know, and they're legal to put in backyards, once that happens, it'll be, I think it'll be, it'll grow exponentially. Yeah, that's interesting you bring that up. That was my aha moment when I went to the Jamboree. Mm -hmm. um, I thought people didn't build tiny houses because they didn't have the fifty or $60,000 to build them mm -hmm. or have them built. Um, that's not actually the case yeah. at all. People have money. Oh, yeah. um, they, it's a very, it's a quandary that we actually debate. So here's the ironic mm -hmm. thing. I actually have an available for rent, advertised for rent for a tiny house, lakefront property mm -hmm. in Washington State. Oh, cool. The problem is everybody that calls me that wants to rent it mm -hmm. um, hasn't yet built their tiny house yet. Oh. Because they don't want to build it unless they can guarantee that they have a place to put it. Yeah. So I'm like, well, I can't guarantee you that my spot is going to be available by the time you have it built. So the people that have built already do have a space. Right. They've, you know, rented it or whatever. And so the people that haven't built don't want to because they want a guaranteed space when they're done. So. Well, that's interesting because um, most of our builds, they hire us to build their tiny house and they have no idea where they're going to put it. Really? Really? So they do build and pray. That's what I did, which was really risky. Um, and that's yeah. what I yeah. did. But I think people have to be kind of either brave or optimistic. Yeah, it's worked out for every single one of them. What are your customers doing with them? Are they all living in, in them? A lot of them are living in them. Um, most of them are living in them. Um, and then we've built a few that are like, uh, I 
accessory bedrooms to the main house okay. for their kids to stay in or mother-in-law to stay in. Mm -hmm. um, those ones are actually really fun to build because they're pretty simple. Yeah. Right. Not, they just we want a room, just one little kitchenette, and one bathroom. That's it. You know. Okay. Um, but uh, yeah, it's space is one of those things where I think if there's places to put them that are close to city centers, close to places where people are working, then it's fine. If it's in the middle of, you know, Baker County, Harney right, County. Right, yeah. Like, <laughs> like that's awesome, but yeah. it's probably not close to any sort of occupation that a lot of times, you know. Right. Well, that's, yeah. It's not close to where they're to the work center. Yeah. yeah. Right. I get called all the time. People want to park their RV there, but yeah. I don't think the neighbors would actually approve of that. So mm -hmm. we're trying to be... We're trying to keep our standards at, yeah. a, at a certain level. So yeah. so what's the biggest tiny house that you've built? Uh, 26 feet with the bump out. Yeah. And they're getting, like, that's the other thing that we got starting getting inquiries for is, like, 28, <coughs> 30 foot. Really? And Iron, Iron Eagle, are wow. the yeah. trailer manufacturer we work with, is going to start producing 26 and 28 footers now. Those, that's wow. like the size of Airstreams. Yeah. Right. Yeah. yeah. And it, I think it's, you know... Uh, are they doing triple axles now? Yep. Okay. Yeah, they yeah do. I would think. But are, are they meant to... Are they are they building them on triple axles with the intent to move them around regularly, or is it just getting around that law? So it's getting around the law because moving a triple axle, moving yeah. a tiny house, and any... I mean, there's, there's you know, a few people out there that are traveling the country in tiny houses. And few or quite a few? A few. A few. A few. Not, okay. not that many. Yeah. Um, and they're young. And I think uh, they, they, you know, like, a little naive. I was waiting for that word to come out. But they do it. They, you yeah. Know, and, Spoken and they, like a nice politician. Naive. <laughs> <laughs> they, you know, They're crazy. They get a few trees or whatever, and they, they, they figure it out. Uh -huh. But, you know, they're doing it, and, and they're, they're supporting the tiny house movement, yeah, and it's are. awesome. But for me, like, I, I've moved every single one of our tiny homes, and I I. I still despise it. It's like the worst part. It yeah. is. Crazy. Oh yeah, can you share the story of that yeah, very? I think what was yeah. the very first one you moved when you got the photo shoot and yeah. the whole. Oh my uh, gosh! Yeah. Oh yeah. Oh, that one. nightmare. <laughs> Flashback. Yeah, I can. Yeah. 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 Totally. Uh, so that was the yeah. Meyer box that we built in our driveway. And in fact, the way we got it down our driveway, which is a super steep driveway, was uh, I pulled it pulled it out with my truck and it bottomed out on our driveway and I used plywood so the, the trailer was actually between my truck, the wheels were completely off <laughs> and it slid down and then caught the tires. <laughs> That's how we got it out of our driveway. Right. And, um, and then finished, you know, finished, it's, it was all finished, took it out for a photo shoot, drove it all around Portland, unhooked it, hooked it, hooked, you know, getting photos of Mount Hood and stuff and then it was like nine o'clock at night pulled it up into my neighborhood, did our last little photo shoot. And I went to, all my buddies were hanging around. They brought beers out on the bluff, and we are all, like, having a few beers. And I had one beer before I drove. <laughs> and <laughs> and uh, beer in tiny homes has to happen. Yeah, yeah. But the pin, the lock pin wasn't put in. I hit a speed bump going home, and I was going, like, 20, 30 miles an hour. The, the whole tiny house came up. Uh, I could see the hitch above the truck. I knew enough not to throw my brakes because it was still moving. Oh, I mean, no, we got, got 6,000, 7,000 pounds of 
Yeah. House commander. <laughs> <laughs> and then it just slammed down and um, Did it land back on the hitch or on the ground? <laughs> no, no, that would have been that would have been easy. That would have been like time for a second beer. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Yeah. YouTube, exactly. yeah. Um, but it hit the ground and slid for a ways. Oh. You know, that that was our that was our first one and I kinda had a breakdown. All my friends really got to know who I was at that point. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, oh, I, like my first thing, I didn't even put it up back on the truck. I just walked through the back door. I'm sorry. That's okay. Walked through the back door and looked up, and uh, the con- uh, all the sheetrock was in perfect shape. That's amazing. Not like the yeah. sheetrock didn't show. I mean, if, if that structure had even moved an inch, all that sheetrock would have just you know shown it. All right. Windows would have cracked all that stuff. Yeah. But, um, I guess a testament to how well we built well our build first them? one. Yeah, 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 that's amazing. And now we don't build that one. <laughs> <laughs> Price is gonna fall. It's overbuilt. Actually, you bring you brought up another that's um, a good point. another good controversial point, I guess, for lack of a better term. Um, talk about drywall in tiny houses, because no, I used it in mine, love mm-hmm. it, but that's but. It, this show's not all about me, unfortunately. <laughs> uh, no, um, talk about drywall. Um, yeah. You've had a lot of luck with it. Why yeah. do you use it? Why do you think people that it, think that it's going to crack when you go down the road? Yeah. It's this weird, like, urban myth or yeah. tiny house myth that's been created. Well, so <clears throat> dry, drywall cracks in standard construction because, for one, they use uh, green lumber yep. that is expanded. Mm-hmm. They throw sheetrock on that green lumber, and then uh, over the year, it... It shrinks, and then cracks reveal. Or there's like you know, the, there's a bit of shifting on the foundation. Maybe even just you know a few centimeters can reveal some cracks. Wow. With a tiny house, like we use kiln-dried lumber, it's like eleven to twelve percent moisture. Build it, you know, it's 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 sheet, you know, the sheathing on the exterior is uh, um, construction adhesive, and then ring shank nailed like it's nailed to the you know there's over nailed over nailed right <laughs> and then you know we sometimes foam the cavity put right. a closed cell foam in the right. cavity right. and then we put um sheetrock on the inside which is we just use a light rock right i'm not revealing anything new here but light rock sheetrock is you know 30 percent lighter than normal sheetrock right we glue and we screw that on there and it's only slightly more heavy than plywood i mean oh it's, it's not even much heavier than yeah using plywood and just do it so you minimize your joints and i've we've taken houses all the way from here to la wow and there's smooth you know we we do number four grade smooth sheetrock and that's like if a crack is going to reveal, you're going to see it instantly. Right. Mm-hmm. So yeah. there's no, there's no spackle, there's nothing there. So. That's amazing. No yeah. spackle even. I know. I was, I, I was worried when we took these two homes down to LA. I hitting those passes and hitting those bumps. I thought for sure, man, we're going to show up and we're going to be hiring some company to fix our tiny house. But wow, it's great. Yeah. So trial and error, you know. Yeah. We hoped for the best and it worked out, and we got a process that we use. Huh. So. Is there anything really exceptional that you think you do or a material that you love to use or, um, you know, do you use all of Iron Eagle's trailers? Like, mm-hmm. talk about the materials themselves a little bit and, and what you really love or what you think you really would never change. And is, is that going to continue with this new guy that you're having to do the build? Yeah. I, well, so Iron Eagle, we only use their trailers. People come to us and ask us to use, you know, their grandmother's RV trailer. <laughs> <just> like, <you laughs> know. Um, so brand new trailer right off the bat, 
And then uh, we, um, we, all of our materials are sourced here locally, kiln dry wood. Um, it's all built inside of a, you know, inside of a conditioned space. I, we, we build amazing homes, like, but it has, I guess, in the past cost me a lot. So what I'm really good at is design. Like I, I can design, I know what it, where windows should go, I know, um, uh, I have a design sense, so I'm good at design. I'm not good at like managing people mm -hmm. when it comes to that. So um, I think the looking forward is we're gonna be doing the design and, um, and we've got this builder that I mean, once I can, you know, say he is, our, he is going to be the tiny house builder for shelter-wise, people will have no issue because he's done huge projects. So now, but truthfully, within general, I mean, he may or may not be able to scale past 14 a year, right? So in other words, you maybe? Oh, or, yeah. Or he, he can't. Be he can't. Oh, yeah. Oh, okay. I would say oh, wow, okay. Yes. So he really wants to grow that part of it. Oh, with, yeah. With, okay, cool. Yeah, nice. I think, okay. uh, you know, if he... We're going to do a few together, and we work out the yep. relational kinks yep. Yep. and the contract kinks, and then we roll out uh, what that's going to look like. He'll be, he's dialed. A good growth partner. He's, okay, good. He's dialed builder. That's cool. Yeah. So the last time we talked um, for the episode that will never be heard, um, <laughs> you were talking Unless about... Unless you're part of the exclusive club. <laughs> there you go. And you can hear all of our terrible ones that we just refuse to put out in public. Um, you had talked about having this huge amount of people coming and contacting you almost on a daily basis. Are you still having that? Um, not, we've, we haven't... They changed not, their phone number. <laughs> so, um, in fact, when people call, I'm like, how did you get my number? Um, I haven't given it to right. them, I promise. That wasn't me. That's okay. Um, we just have, when people contact us, we do our best to help where they're at. Mm -hmm. And, you know, get them, Pat has a lot of resources mm -hmm. on their website, um, and we still do consultations, and so if they, if they're looking, a lot of them are still looking to build their own, there's a lot of do-it-yourself builders, yeah, so if we can support that with selling of plans and stuff, then, yeah. yeah. What's the oddest request that you've had? It happens on every tiny house. Uh... Gosh, oddest would be well. We so we built two houses for Hello Kitty. Hello Kitty, the brand, the brand, the event in Portland. Wow, oh. uh, it was down in it, that was the two homes that we delivered to LA. Oh, in LA. Oh, so okay. their their you know their <laughs> demands were like we want Hello Kitty red. We, you know, uh, like we want and you know they had to have. You know, it looked like a Hello Kitty house. Wow. What What does that mean? It was shaped like Hello Kitty. No, it just was. Uh, it was a bit modern, more modern of a twist. We designed it, and they approved our different designs that we brought through. Um, it was. Uh, I think it was more the process that was the weird, uh, yeah. kind of the weirdest for them, for <clears> us, <throat> because they were a middleman, and we just. You had to do with our constant corporate changes. Right, and, and stuff so, and, we, yeah. you know, we put in a door. That door's not going to work. Well, the house is being delivered in two weeks. We can't get a door in two weeks. We'll get a door in two weeks. I don't care what it costs. Okay, so... If why the hell doesn't it meow, right? <laughs> if you didn't care what it was, then why don't we just go with this one? Right. <laughs> but, 
I mean, it was it was a great experience. It I just bet. was like it was different for us. Sure. To you know, being a relatively new company. Yeah. It was just, that uh, was a big score. That company. oh, it was great. Yeah. Really, How did they find you? Yeah. I guess online. Okay. And they, the the management, the people that managed the in between are here from Portland, so it okay. was like, okay. well, it makes sense if we choose a builder because we can. Yeah. Manage it very closely. Builds are most likely to do good we can kitty stuff. Stand <laughs> over the top of Darren and make his life a living exactly. hell. Yeah. Yeah. That's I actually I actually passed it off to Ben. Uh, yeah. <laughs> ben you, you were learning to manage pretty well there, <laughs> weren't you? I, I yeah. Got, I got, delegate. Yeah. Yep. And then I started drinking. <laughs> <laughs> Well, the last time we talked, it has been a while because you have been insanely busy. Um, you talked about um, one of the builds actually that you did on Tiny House Nation had insulation on the outside. Oh, yeah. Yeah. That I thought was really unique. And then I thought I heard rumors that it wasn't all that, that maybe it was going to be or whatever. Can you talk about that? That was a really, so for the listeners, um, and Perry's giving me this, what in the hell are you talking about? <laughs> Yeah. So normally you build the walls and then yeah. you put the insulation and all of your utilities and everything is inside the wall. Right. Well, in this case, they actually, correct me if I'm wrong, of course, you built the walls, you put the insulation on the outside, mm-hmm. so all of the utilities, like the plumbing and the electrical, was actually exposed right, so. on the inside of mm-hmm. the wall. Right. I loved it. Did really? you? Mm-hmm. Yeah, it was, it was, it's probably, the interior of that home is absolutely amazing. Huh. The... The different planes that the studs make with the three and a half inches to the plywood, that just that little extra space makes that. It's only a 16-foot-long trailer, and it right. feels way better than a 20-foot tiny house. Really? Wow. Um, exterior foam is, uh, is, is a great, you know, the thermal break that that creates. Right. Um, is, uh, it's just the application, doing siding and all those layers and making sure nails and screws don't go through and and the precision that's required was right. the headache. Mm-hmm. Um, like maybe that's what I had heard about. Yeah, it was just it, a lot. It was work. a lot, yeah. you know. And our um, our framers did, did an amazing job. Um, I'd do it again. I uh, I think it just it requires a lot of detail. That yeah. you know we we will probably release those plans at some time. But if if you're looking at building a house with exterior foam, just no, there's. It might take you two days to flash a window. Wow. Or you know, like right. There's you got to think through all the processes, um, especially for someone that's never done it before. Yeah. yeah. So. How many plans are you planning to roll out in this new design phase? Uh, we'll we'll be coming out with a new set, a new home, uh, on Pad's website called the Hikari House. Say that again. The Hikari. Hikari. Yeah, it means light. Light in Japanese. Oh, right on. There's like 15 windows and two skylights in this house. How big of a house? What size uh, trailer? Is it'll it? be. Uh, it'll come in a 20 and a 24. Wow. So our plans are going to offer. So if you buy a plan set, whether it's the cider box or the Sakari, you'll get a 20 foot and a 24 foot design. I see. Um, so just offering some options yeah. to people. Um, and then our hope is to start pr- producing material lists um, and uh, a bit more instruction for people because we, we still get a considerable amount. Of, they're built for builders to build off of, and the people that are buying them are not builders. Right, right. Yeah, so. 
Michelle, you taking off? Yeah, yeah. It's right. been, as you know, it's been a crazy morning. So, um, unusual, quite unusual. But I got a bug out. Thank you, Darren. All I'm right. going to thank you. Now you guys can talk about me. That's exactly <laughs> what we're going to do. But I'm going to warn you because, right? I'm going to listen to this when it comes up. Thank you, Darren. It's yeah. great to see you again. Great to see you again. Yeah. Nice to see you. Okay, yeah. have fun. Talk to you soon. See ya. So now about Michelle. <laughs> <laughs> be very careful. I'll be listening. <laughs> Um, one of the things, and this is granted a more sad part of that story that I wanted you to wrap back up onto, yeah. obviously without names, but the other thing that happened when you were moving the first house around yeah. with the photographers, so you had all this, oh, I'm yeah. sorry, I know, I'm not picking all the scabs, I <laughs> you remember, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. so they, they took a lot of amazing photos and, and then uh, they accidentally got erased. Yeah. And that was... Which is uh, the whole point of moving the house around, was taking all the amazing photos, right. yeah. But, you know... Um, it, it worked out. You know, it always it, does. It, it all worked out. It always and does. It, uh, we still love them. Yeah. Nice. If you're listening, we still, <laughs> we still love you. I know we but you do double check their equipment every time you use it this time. No, we haven't talked to you for three years. <laughs> <laughs> and you know why that invoice is unpaid. <laughs> Just saying. Uh, but, yeah. So, so um, what do you think it is about the tiny house movement that gives it its longevity? What is it? Um, it's just, I think it's just had, you know, continuous momentum and more people hearing about it and it offers, uh, <clears throat> it offers some hope, you know, for a lot of people that are, uh, trying to figure out how to lower their living costs and, you know, experience this life a little closer versus working, working to the point of, you know, retirement and retiring and, you know, I think there's, there's just a lot of hope in, you know, the actual tiny house movement and the community, you know, the community of builders, the community of just, just here in Portland, there's a handful of people building their own homes. And, you know, we used to do these nightly uh, or monthly things at AEX here in town. And I hope, hope that we can do it again, just where people come together and they can come talk to me about an issue that they're up against with building um, or legalities or whatever it is mm -hmm. you know it's always changing so um i think it's, yeah i think it's the community i think it's yeah. the people um as much as i've worked with building for many of the tiny house people well, most of them are great and i think i've just gotten a few bad apples and what do you think about the tiny houses for the homeless i think it's a bigger issue than that than housing than just housing mm -hmm. you know like i i would love to be the builder that builds homes for the homeless. Really? Yeah, I think that it would be, if 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 it helped, I want to know it's going to help. Cause right. It'd be a bummer to build 20 tiny homes for, you know, or whatever for homeless people, and then it just, in four or five years, become, you know, little structures that are in some parking lot somewhere, breaking up, you know. Right. I just don't, I think there's so many issues with, within that need to be addressed possibly above and beyond just I think that's putting people in a shelter is, is a human need mm -hmm. you know and food and water and, mm -hmm. but these you know these people also need to be loved you know like so if you know if you just give them these material items oh, I see. that's they need to have relationships you have, have more than that yeah. yeah so I I don't know I'm I'm just now beginning to like uh, get 
I have one friend that's a homeless person now, yeah. and uh, he actually lives lives at near a warehouse. And uh-huh. That's been an eye-opening experience because he wants to live. He wants to be homeless. I know some people right. who do homeless by that. choice. There's yeah. obviously there's substance abuse issues. There's right. mental health issues that go way beyond. Here's a home. Go live in it. Right. Yeah. yeah. But I mean, he he just loves his life. He's yeah. doing it, and that's his. That's what he's deciding to do. And um, I mean. You know, I've talked to him about it, and he's like, oh, man. You know, from his perspective, it's like, it, you shouldn't do it. Like, You shouldn't do, who shouldn't do what? Well, just provide a, provide a tiny house. Oh, I see. To it. Like, yeah. he knows what it takes to build a tiny house. Yeah. Like, um, providing a bunch of $20,000 little shells that are, you know, basic. Right. Yeah, super right. basic. Uh, that's great, but, you know, he, know, he knows what's, what's happening on the street, and yeah. it's not just shelter. Got it. That's not the solution. Yeah. Interesting. Yeah. So, so, well, so on top of dealing with some family issues today, you're you you're heading out of town tomorrow. <laughs> I know. Can, I know. can you tell the listeners kind of yeah. where you're headed for for two weeks and what you're going to be doing? Yeah. So it took us easily six months to get to this day of slowing down the company, um, and uh, booked a plane ticket to Uganda, and I'm going back there to visit. Uh, my buddy Sunday, who's a, who's a Ugandan that lives up in northern Uganda in Ajumani, and I'm going to go live with him. He's an agrarian farmer. He uses the plow that I that my family bought him seven years ago wow. to plow yeah. fields. So I hope to plow a field with him. So hopefully, you know, I'll have some pictures and video of me plowing a field behind some oxen. Oh, I'm just going to go, cool. and he has, they live in these homes called Tugles. They're tiny houses that have been there for, you know, part of their you know, houses. They're their houses. Right. Yeah. <laughs> this was not just like, you know. It wasn't a movement in Uganda. It wasn't a movement back in the 1800s. Like, dude, we need to. Yeah. Um, but I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to live with his family for a couple of weeks. And he has a son that he named, his first son he named Darren. Oh. Um, the hard thing about that is they can't pronounce their R. They don't pronounce R. There, so, so what does it sound like when they I have say, no idea. Oh, okay. Actually, <laughs> he, he's, he can say Darren. Uh-huh. Um, and then, uh, uh, so I'm just going to spend time with him, and it's it's kind of a reset. It's a it's it's a weird vacation for me. But uh, last time I was there, I came back, and I some layers were peeled away, mm-hmm. and I could see things a little bit clearer. Mm-hmm. What was the choices I was making mm-hmm. um, and um, the way I approached relationships. I mean, that's the thing that I went there, we went there, and we just got to know these people, and it, it just felt different than any other relationship I've ever had. Just, it was very real. Nice. You know, like, there was no, there was very few layers in that society where people were hiding, mm-hmm. you know, away from right. difficulties in right. life. So, right. Yeah, so I'm going to do that, and i um, going to probably sketch some tiny homes while I, I'm always coming out with tiny house designs. Um, oh, my God, the first mud and dung tiny oh house. Oh, my God, <laughs> that would be awesome. <laughs> That'd be so cool. Yeah, I should do that. That would be great. <laughs> I could that probably awesome. stop. In Portland, <laughs> you probably could. Yeah, good. Yeah. All right, well, Darren, thank you so much for making time to come in here in person. It's been awesome having Thanks. you again. Yeah, yeah. yeah it's fun. And we'll see you when you get back. Yeah, we'll see you when you get back. Sounds good. All right, cool. Thanks, guys. And tune in next week on...
Who knows? This will <laughs> we be Perry. The, who will I guess? We're not recording one next week, so oh, we, yeah. don't okay, anyway. we don't know. See ya. Okay, okay, okay we've given up. <laughs> Thank you for listening to Tiny House Podcast. To find us online, go to tinyhousepodcast.com, where you will also find our show notes, if we remember to put them there. Our logo was designed by the amazing Carolyn Maine. Our website is hosted by the gang at Sitecast. Our theme music is by Oma Studio. Please go to iTunes and give us a five-star rating, or whatever. You tiny house-loving bastard. Tiny House Podcast is probably made in Portland, Oregon. 